Yeah. I mean, I want to go to school for it. It's... That shit, yeah, that shit's cool. Yeah, no kidding. Like, there's this song that I heard. I'm like, oh, this bit sounds like this other song. I'm like, I need these two remixed together, but no one would ever do it. And I'm like, ah, I really love that song. I love that song. <laughs> That's a really good song, though. Also, now it's stuck in my head. That's huge. Yeah, it's the T-Rex limited edition gulp with gulp cup. Do they still have those? Or they sold that. How many liters is that? Like four? They never say. I wish they would like like really times like this many liters. Like they never tell you. Huh. I mean you could just fill it up and then pour it out. It's making yeah. it, it makes me think <laughs> it makes me think of that SpongeBob scene where he's like, This requires a mighty thirst. <laughs> <laughs> well, a huge chug of like lemonade or something. Feel like real risk, you just go buy a four liter of milk and see it it's just good. <laughs> If the audio, we're doing, uh, <laughs> we're, we're doing milk stands. Oh god! What is that? That gauntlet challenge thing? Gallon where challenge? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh god! Uh, I I've seen people thrown up from that. I'm like, no, I'm good. The Johnny Forty Man. Drink this milk. It is a thing. No, like uh, one Halloween, my friend went to Udaki for a Halloween costume. He went as Johnny Forty Hands. You duct tape two those like bumps. Oh, Ed, like Edward Forty Hands. Yeah, you put two. Ed, Edward, yeah, that's it. It's yeah. Edward Forty Hands. Forty five is your hand. And your goal is you can't. Yeah, you can't take them off until you finish them. Oh, that'd be if you did like a twenty in one hand and then some mix in the other. You can mix shots directly <laughs> into your mouth. <laughs> I mean, back in my drinking days, I would always play Edward Forty Hands. Sometimes <laughs> I'd, I'd I'd finish the forties. Take them up and get a beer. Like, what? Christ. That's a lot. I love how I would Aust- die. I love how Austin was drunk at Craven and decided to post an Ask Me Anything on his Instagram. <laughs> I'm like, no, Austin, don't do it. Don't do The mad man. It was actually pretty tame from the response. Yeah. I saw yeah. one, I'm like, this could have been so much oh, yeah. worse. The thing is, they could have been worse. He just didn't post the answers. That's true. Worse. That's yeah. true. Yeah. People yeah. Gonna give it's him, almost yeah. been constantly hitting on him through it. It's really funny. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love your abs! I was like, alright, sure, whatever. Uh, sure, thanks. Okay. Also, I was like waiting Deep to see down what. To t- another bottle of Jose Cuervo. Oh, <laughs> I was waiting to see what tattoo he'd do this year, and I'm like, oh my god. You are trash, but this is beautiful. Uh, <laughs> like, on, on Thursday, fucking, like, while I'm at work, like, he's getting ready to go. Yeah. Crave amps, like, this is fucking lucky, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Just hillbilly trash. Well, I mean, he's going to the trash pile for the hillbillies, exactly. so you gotta yeah. look the part. Yeah. I didn't... Okay, I've never went, and I've not been much for it, but I just literally read an article about it, about, like, how Cowtown has always been there selling product. Yeah. This Calgary company, uh, Lammy's, we have a couple of their stores in the city. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They like, have had talks with them in, like, December, and just all of a sudden, like... Cowtown was like, no, no you, we, you're not, not coming in here. They, they're, they're barred from it. Because, like, yeah, this guy paid us a big load of money to be here. Yeah, and Cowtown's not mad at, the, uh, mad at the company, but they literally didn't even bother talking to them. It's like, you could have at least told us about this. We made it, We might have been prepared to make a counteroffer mm-hmm. and you like this, but you just <laughs> take their offer and say goodbye to us. Wow. 
That's pretty dirty and low-handed. That's pretty dirty. Yeah, that's, that's a great way to burn a bridge. Yeah. yeah. Just toss a torch. I've been constantly off. hearing their ads, like, <laughs> of, of cow being Yeah, like, they're pretty humorous. <laughs> I like them. They're like, I'm getting ready for craving. Blah, blah. I don't plan ahead. I'm a psychopath. <laughs> I just realized that week, I'm just reading this story, I just realized that week in April was horrible. Because, like, Wonderland went up in flames. I believe on the 5th, Isaiah Takahata passed away. Yeah. And then the 6th is humbled. Yeah. About the Broncos thing. Oh. Yeah. What the hell happened in early April? That April sucked. Worst part of the 5th of April's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare the end of the month. Uh, <laughs> there were so many birthdays. Like, I went to, like, my own birthday and, like, two other birthdays that month. Yours... Jackies. Who else? Ja- that was it. That was the other one. <clears throat> I wasn't here for Jackie's. No. Yeah. We have a lot of April babies. Yeah. Also, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I didn't do it. There we go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> not cold ones, but it's a, it's a super fun. We're having fun. It's cold in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> and it's cold in this house, thankfully, after oh. a fucking two-hour fucking power outage. Oh god. <laughs> I came home uh, after uh, I went and got my stuff for the the Foam Fest. Oh, uh, right. Oh, I forgot! Oh, I'll get it in the morning. Have fun waiting in line! Oh, joy. I haven't even printed I'm just using my phone. I'm just gonna... I have the... Like whatever the heck the app is. <laughs> <laughs> is. Is there... I wonder if you could still... Well, it'll probably be too late. For what to get tickets? I uh, think. To, to get the stuff at a uh, good life. At the seven o'clock. Yeah. Oh, seven o'clock. It's already too late. Yeah. What I wouldn't have the time. I was driving people around today. No, I got home uh, from from getting the stuff and like I'm trying to open up the garage door and nothing's working. I'm like, what the fuck? What the shit? And <coughs> I, I like go into like manually punch it in because I think oh maybe the clicker's just not working right now mm-hmm. and manually punch it in. Do it again. Do it again. <coughs> Do it again. Uh, I was like, okay. And then I go inside, like, try to hit a light. Oh, it's off. Oh, God, no! <laughs> and I fucking just was like, you know what? It's bedtime time. Yeah. I'll message the chat, make sure things are all good, and go to sleep for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I woke up, oh, still not back. Uh, here's contingency plan if things don't work. Yeah. Yeah, I was really glad you said, hey, let's change the time. Because I was like, oh, good. Because I had just gotten, like, my stuff for the Foam Fest run at, like, 6. And then I got home at 6.20. And I'm like, I'm supposed to be picking up somebody right now. Like, we're, we need to go. And then you text me, and I'm like, oh, thank God I can eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... So, how about weeks? How's your week work, Chris? Good. Um, that was it. It was good. I got something in my throat. That's an honor or something. (laughs) It's not something I should say. Um, It's not what you wanted. (laughs) Or did you? Um, good. Last night I had one of my favorite meals of all time because my parents are in town and I got to have stew, which I haven't had since like pretty much since I left home. So it's great. Hell yeah. <laughs> Stew is delicious. And then, um. Mm-hmm. Good. Just doing the usual thing. That one new anime about blood 
cells or whatever oh, started. I saw that started and it's it? super cute, and that was the highlight of my week. Oh, that was like cells at work. And it was it's like Osmosis Jones the anime. Oh my god! But like the white blood cell dude in that show, so badass. And I'm like, like, you're cool. You're like way better than Ozzy ever was. <laughs> <laughs> in that other one. Don't talk that. That was like one of my childhood favorite movies. <laughs> I love that movie. That's such a weird movie. And I watched I watched the cartoon series for a little bit too. Mm-hmm. I just love that they're in Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I was, I was watching I was watching this this new show with my brother, and he's like, "If they're not in Bill Murray again, I'm out." Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I agree. Like that or like um, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Because <laughs> he used to do all those Japanese infomercials. Yeah. Why yeah. yeah. would like, constantly <laughs> be in panic? It wasn't wasn't Tommy Lee Jones in those ads like supposed to be an alien or something like that? So I think they were the SoftBank ads, which is a banking company in Japan. Yeah. But it's like he was very like serious, like Tommy Lee Jones always is. But it was supposed to be kind of comedic, and like yeah, I don't know. But I was like, I hope I hope some famous person is famous the, the body that it's they're having. <laughs> they're in gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan, how was your week? Good. Um, a lot more walking. It's, it's, it, I'm gonna be like a freaking broken record. I haven't been doing too much out of the norm. Um, I gotta get a meeting, one more final meeting for my group that go into Icon. First convention of the year. I don't really count Fan Expo because I didn't really make a costume. I kind of walked around. I, I consider Fan Expo just one large vendor hall with guests. Pretty much. They had some down. It's okay. Shoving. It's a start. We got something in here. We're we're starting to grow in conventions. Like you know, the one our member member members amongst us who actually were running one, but um, they really doubled down on anime guests this year, which I was happy about. But I'm like, I feel like in past years you've had like TV and movie guests that were quite good. Yeah. So I don't know. What I felt the strangest the one this year was like our headliner is this guy from 90210. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Huh? Okay. Yeah, my 35-year-old coworker was excited about that, and I'm like, who now? <laughs> and every, it's almost like every week, Anime Thon gives me another reason to want to go. And it's like they're they're hosting a Vocaloid concert there. Like, okay, I'm not the biggest Vocaloid fan, but like to go to a concert and see like all like the the, the process they go to the put tech and, and all and that. The, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm more interested in. That's what not the character itself. The music's good. I like vocal music. That's, that's one of those hologram ones. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like the, the same tech. Like, Tupac shows up. Like, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> the same tech gorillas. And then Biggie's there. Oh! Uh, and then find out it's not a hologram. They're alive. <laughs> <laughs> and you lose your mind. And they're having a, a mushroom kingdom ballroom dance. Oh my god! Exactly. Go right here. I think the guests there they're doing like a pimped out gaming hall hmm. stuff like that God, damn it's, it why so do we play cool. all the stops the year we don't go yeah put it I missed Icon last year it was, it was the break in my streak it was the first convention I've ever gone to I just always try to make it this it's only because of other reasons I couldn't make it last year but now I need to double down because I keep on downplaying how good my Slenderman cosplay is, even though there's like little effort in the costume, it's all in the acting it. But the friends who went kept on telling me, it's like, oh dude, like we came across like so many people who were going, 
where's Sunday? He's not here. Where did he go? Like, oh, he'll people be actually look forward to seeing my Slenderman cosplay icon. It's like, and then multiple years, I've decided, like, you know, I should probably drop this. This is a simple cosplay. But so many people like it. And the movie's coming out soon, so you can really double down. Yeah. I need to take a look at how they... If they changed his image. So, funny story connected to conventions. Uh, Billy D. Williams was supposed to go to the uh, Saskatoon Expo. Oh, yeah? That's coming up in September. Uh, he pulled out because apparently he's going to be in Star Wars Episode Nine now. Yeah. Which yeah. I was like, That's okay, I, would, I also, as an actor, would be like, if I'm reprising a role, sorry, all conventions are basically on hold until I'm done. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, I'll be back. <laughs> it's like, I totally get where you're coming from, and I'm, it, it's sad, but it's also very understandable. I can't wait to see you die as well on screen. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Oh, I went back on WoW for a little bit because I needed to get some time-sensitive stuff dealt away with because they're finally getting rid of the first aid profession in that game, which really, in my opinion, hasn't really done a whole lot, and I think that's the reason why they're axing it. But there's some achievements that I should get because yeah. once they're gone, there's no getting those achievements. And like one of them is to get the title field medic, but it's just a lot of grinding. It's brain numbing. Sounds like wow. Sounds like wow. <laughs> Finally downloaded the PTR so I could play some Hammond before he's released. And I just realized today they dropped his skins and emotes and everything, and they're just adorable. <laughs> they're exactly what I expect. Like he'll like a lot of his voice emotes. He'll he'll be chirping and stuff, and then the robot will translate it. And the the the, the robot itself has like a deep voice. Like, what about, like the, 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 the BM ones are just amazing, because, like, one of them is, like, um, what's, yeah, like, that's one of my favorite skins, the Mayhem skin. That's neat. Looks like a Junker. It's a variation of the Junker skin, and then the other, uh, the other one was, um, this is basic, and then the, you're on your simple recolors, which are named after, um, elements, like Phosphorus. Yeah, or the smoke one. Yeah, they said they said yeah. Hammond's favorite color is purple. That just I just want on the back just says Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, there is something on the back. I can't remember he, what it was though. He looks like a gummy bear. <laughs> yeah, oh, he does. Like that reminds me of that freaking gummy bear song animation I'm thing from oh, our childhood. Fuck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've ruined it for you. You're welcome. Stuck in my head now. Yeah, that's uh, what the legendaries and there's a recolor. Lunar's not bad. And then the Junker skin. He's got a mohawk. He's got a oh. eye patch. He's got like a studded jacket. Oh, he's also got a mohawk in that one too. Yeah, it's just yeah, just like the basic legendary skins. There'll be two legendary skins, and then there'll be a, a, a color swap. Mm-hmm. Those are neat. Those are actually some really good skins. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I've noticed that a lot of the skins that Overwatch has put out have been kind of misses for me. I'm like, yeah. Uh, like, and some know. of his emotes are uh, like uh, the video I was watching. This, the the guy who was making the video is like his favorite one was laugh is the laughing one. He the, the, he pops out of his screen and he goes, <laughs> and then it's like he pauses for a second, hits the button, and then the robot laughs. And then, of course, the one that all the fans wanted is they gave him one of the Divas uh, victory emotes where he sits, 
He's laying on his back, facing the screen, with a peace sign blowing a bubble. <laughs> but other than that, you know, same old, same old. I caught a bunch of shiny squirtles and some squirtle squad squirtles of one go. I mean, catches. I caught like maybe a squirtle. If you have a ton of stardust, I can trade you one. I kept extras. I do have a lot of stardust. I think that was that community day where they had the Articuno thing, and I don't think it was able to get to like two raids with this group of people I was going with. Yeah. It just sucks when you're like, oh, I have like six of those premier balls or whatever from doing well in like the raid battles, and it just fails every time trying to catch a legendary. You're like, why? <laughs> I know, like the first time I went to a rigid ice raid, like I threw 13 goddamn balls, and every time I was golden razzing it, I was like, ah, didn't get it. But then on the community day, there just so happened to be raids, and then I found a group of people, and we started walking around during the Articuno day. It's like, or it wasn't Articuno day, it was on the squirrel day. And for, fought two RF Reggie Ices, and I caught both of them. So I have an extra Reggie Ice, too. Didn't get a shiny Articuno on Articuno Day, though. Mm. I heard people went, like, made 20 runs in that three hour span, and, like, only got, like, one or two shiny Articunos. Damn. Wow. Yeah, it was my day. Hey, how you doing, you bet? Oh, you know, not too bad. I'm trying to remember what even happened to me this week. Uh, oh. I won rider tickets. Whoa! Nice. What? Yeah. For the so, one that's in like two weeks. Uh, because they have a bye week. Yeah, they they don't play this week. No, it's for August nineteenth, I think. Nice. But yeah, yeah. There was this contest at work where if you named this new program that we're implementing, then like you got a prize for it. And actually, me and this one other employee put in the same thing. And it won, so they had to give us both two sets of rider tickets, and I'm like, wow, that's expensive for you guys. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just like, oh god, I'm a sports person, what do we do with these? And you sell them. <laughs> that's the thing, though. I Is there a clause that says, do not sell these? Uh, kind of. Like, you know how you can, like, you know, if you buy tickets on the rider website, you can put them up for sale also on the website? Well, since they were gifted to me, I can't resell them. So I'd have to, like, print them off and give them to somebody, but I feel like I wouldn't buy already printed off tickets from somebody, because that just seems sketchy. Because you can print off the website. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of sketchy. So I'm like, I could probably get away with selling it to someone that I know, but, like, not a stranger on the internet. Yeah. Or inversely, I'm like, do I go? But who would I drag with me? <laughs> you already have tickets! But my mom will probably use them. Yeah, well, see, I have one of those stipulations too, is whenever my auntie doesn't want to go, my uncle and auntie have season tickets, so I'm usually, I usually fill that spot as long as I buy him a burger and like a drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I looked at them and they're like silver level tickets, so I'm like, it's not too bad. And they're, they're not, like, they're towards one end goal, but I don't know whose end goal it is, so I'm like, eh. It doesn't matter. It yeah, they, they switch in periods. Okay. There's See, quarters. I don't know, I don't know zero about football. <laughs> it's, it's I didn't even know that. <laughs> this is ball. What do we do with ball? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. No, you do not kick ball. He kicked ball. Yeah. <laughs> we have certified player uh, for kicking the ball. <laughs> oh, speaking of balls, I guess. Um... <laughs> Do you see that sports ball's coming back on Rooster Teeth? Oh, right, yeah, it is. Yeah! It's Tyler Coe and Nia I'm Khalifa. so fucking happy. Right, and Nia Khalifa, and I'm like, oh, yay. Like, 
Man, what was the last one? That was years ago it or was something. Probably but they had like, like a run. They had a run and yeah. it was really good and then it never got renewed. Right? And I was like, what? Oh, oh, this was so good. And see, oh, and I don't know if you were into it, but they're bringing back fan service too. Except they're going to be hosting it on Crunchyroll. It was their mm. like anime podcast. Oh, okay. But there just weren't like enough anime nerds. Because it was a first member only podcast, so they're moving it to this where all yeah. the anime people are, and I'm like, oh, this is the best. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're really killing it this year. I'm, I'm digging what they're putting out. My my favorite part of sports ball was like at the end they would have like people call in oh my the voicemails really? and just talk mad shit about Tyler Co. <laughs> and all that. It was so good. It's like yeah, this is exactly what I want. This is exactly what I want. Yeah, because um, on the podcast this week, he's like, yeah, we're keeping some of the old segments, too, like uh, the Fuck Tyler segment. Fuck Tyler Co, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, good. I might have to watch this, even though I know zero about sports. Oh, that's really That is good news. Yeah. Also, like, I've sort of been on the fringes of sports just because there's this one girl on Twitter. Uh, what's her name? Ro- Riot Rogers. And she's super into hockey, and she tweets about hockey, and I'm like, this is the only way that I will ever watch hockey is with her commentating, because it's just beautiful. Like, You should look up the story of Ty- uh, Tony X on uh, Twitter. It was just like this black dude from St. Louis, and he was like, he was just like flipping through the channel. I think he was watching a Cardinals game. He was like, yeah, the game's good shit. He ends up watching a St. Louis Blues game, and he's like, man, white people have been hiding this shit from us for years. This shit's lit. <laughs> and it's just this whole thing that transpired. Like, the St. Louis Blues contacted him. It was like, wow. And, like, they got him tickets. Like, they, he got a Vladimir Tarasenko shirt. Wow. Uh, jersey, actually. So that thing is expensive. It was like, Damn. holy shit. That guy's, like, super into hockey now. It's like, like that. that's a great fucking story. No kidding. That's awesome. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll talk about my week a little bit. Yeah. In which I mainly worked and, uh, what the hell did I do? Oh yeah, we pulled the trigger. Oh, right. We're now an audio podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. an audio format, so hopefully you, the listener, will be able to listen to this on iTunes or the Google Play Store or wherever you get podcasts. Woo! Yeah. Woo. I still don't know how to actually download podcasts on the the word. That phone is so fucking, like, Mm -hmm. I don't understand half the shit. Yeah, I don't use the Google Play Store for podcasts. I downloaded a separate app for that. Yeah, I I don't know what I'm doing. I just downloaded an app called Podcasts. You you work. Mm. Uh, And yeah, now I'm catching up on my podcast after, like, a couple weeks of not listening to anything, so... uh, (laughs) Uh, oh, I forgot one thing. Oh, yeah. A couple days ago, I watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. I love it. I I'd say it was better than the first one. I got watching Incredibles too. I still oh, you missed the oh, that's so I good. Watched that either. I like to Ant-Man and the Wasp as well. It. It's very I'm, cute. It is a very adorable movie. Okay. I have a few grips with it, but nothing that makes it like unwatchable. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> I still, I'm, I also need to watch Ant-Man before I go see Ant-Man. I'm gonna do it. 
I'm gonna do it this time. Yeah, yeah. didn't you before to... though? <laughs> Every time I would start, and then I'm like, I'm bored. I'm gonna do something else. Yeah, like, like that first it. five ten minutes, it's just like. Eh. To be honest, you don't necessarily need to watch the first one to watch the second one. They kind of fill you in. But I guess if you don't watch it, then it's like, oh, you kind of told me the events of the first one. It was really funny. Yeah. I watched Civil War, and it's like, why is Paul Rudd here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're in! Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, fuck that. That was, that, was the, that was a funny little like moment in my head as I'm watching. Like, also, I got a laugh out of it because there's a scene where he's reading a John... Uh, John Green book, and we're reading one in in our book club just now. So I was like, ah, funny, hilarious. Also, our book club has basically like made sure I cannot go to the next book club meeting because it's in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, what's that? Right? Is it Wednesday or Thursday? It's like a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, as long as it's in the evening, I can attend. You're doing better than me. I haven't even shown up. <laughs> I, I missed I the last the two. first one. That was it. <laughs> I was like, I'm insane. gonna read this one. I wanted to go to the uh, the one in the boat in cold blood. I really love it. Now I really want to read more true uh, true crime. True crime, or I'd say it was I'd say it was true fiction because the game or not the game the book took real facts, but then they threw in a story into it. So I think yeah. it's called true fiction. I think, I, I think it's still under the label of true crime, but it yeah. is on a more fictional standpoint. Mm-hmm. Regardless, yeah. I will read Either more way. books like it. Tanner suggested one to me, and I have it now. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but I'm going to start that one. There's a really good uh, true crime documentary. Uh, it's called Dear Zachary. Yeah. Uh, it like initially starts off about... Uh, uh, basically, the guy is telling uh, this child about his... Uh, um, like uh, his father, who was murdered by his uh, uh, his mother, and then it basically devolves into a true crime story, and it also happened here in Canada. Oh, oh wow! Damn. So it like when the turn happens, I lost my mind. Oh damn! But um, as regards to the last book club, I'm kind of glad I didn't get a chance to go because I hadn't finished reading Christine yet. I intend the books on it. like. I'm, I'm a small finish. house. Yeah, it's so long. <laughs> it's like a billion like, No. <laughs> no. Uh, on the topic of true crime, though, uh, I've been catching the odd one or two episodes on FX of the assassination of Gianni Versace. Ooh, yeah. It's so good because I love Darren Chris. He's just so good in that I, show, I, and I'm been, just like, oh. I, I saw commercials for it. I was like, oh, that <laughs> looks good. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't really know what's going on. I think I was on like episode. Four out of eight, I think, is in the season, and like, I'm just like, I need to restart this because it looks really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, vaguely going out on a stretch that's kind of vaguely connected, going from like into a biopic news. That whole fiasco with Scarlett Johansson, she she backed out of the the of starring in the uh, in that movie. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. because of all the hate. Because yeah, of her, her, her portraying a, chan, a trans. She's been through the ringer once with yeah. Ghost in the Shell, which <laughs> real Ghost in the Shell fans will tell you is complete bullshit. Yeah, I watched. I finally sat was... down and watched on Netflix. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Well, the thing I about the main character, the thing about the main character in Ghost in the Shell is because of all her cybernetic enhancements, she's yeah. kind of lost her identity she's through the years yeah. and Barely. doesn't know what she was originally. Yeah. So like Scarlett Johansson playing her 
isn't offensive because this is just her latest model, essentially. Yeah. So it's like it's like eh. if they came out with the Chris model two, and he's like a black guy, right? Like, right? Yeah. Or like the Ryan, who's like a Hispanic guy, yeah. or something, right? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <fuck it>. like <laughs> I remember watching, I watched the movie. I don't like. I think the movie's fine. It's just like I, I was like. I could just be watching the original. Ghost I know. I know. I'm sitting there the whole time. I'm like, what? Like, even film scholars are like, watch the original Ghost in the Shell. It's that a looks good scary. movie. Or watch <laughs> yeah. a well, I thought it was impressive how like it was. It's almost like note for note the exact same movie. Like they they, like, they were pretty accurate to it, and I I respect that in the way they they were able to pull it off in that fashion. I also think that uh, you do have like in that kind of adaptation, you should try and bring like something new to the table. Yeah. Like, the worst example of that, though, would be, like, Silent Hill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's what like, I... I think that's another thing that, yeah. um, just going on the topic of live-action anime adaptions, now that Legendary Pictures has talked about making a Gundam live-action, and because Gundam is so oh, expensive, so you can do whatever. I'm like, do an original story. Just take robots and a couple human characters and do whatever you as Hollywood want to do and don't base it off any of the previous Gundam shows. All you have to do is, all you have to have attached is big robots and politics. Because it's essentially yeah. a war story, it, but instead of tanks, you have mechs. Yeah. That's it. It's like... War is bad. <laughs> there will be a group of people, they will want to, like, control the world for some reason. People live in space. Means. People live on Earth. They, apparently they don't like each also other. Also, guys, <laughs> scum. You hurt me. <laughs> uh, I only care about the Xeon Empire. The Xeon <laughs> Empire for life. <laughs> it's not a Zaku. <laughs> I, I really want to get those uh, the origin uh, like on like a fucking Blu-ray set because that shit's been fucking good, and it's hard to watch, find. A place to watch that show outside of illegal streaming sites. I'll tell you something after the podcast is done that will make you quite sad. Oh, I no. won't say it right now. I won't say it right now. Oh, no. <laughs> it's kind of related, but I'll tell you. Yeah. I also need to keep picking up the, those fucking books, the big books of The Origin. So that shit's good. Yeah. I'm doing that with JoJo because. The Jojoniums? I, I gifted it to my brother, and then he's like, I've read, like, a chapter of this. You can just have this. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm starting Jojo now. <laughs> what, he wasn't sold on how evil Dio is by killing the he, dog he, he in, like, the show. five minutes? He loves the show. He will, like, he will sit down and watch, like, huge stretches of the show, but I guess reading just a still frame comic book does nothing mm-hmm. for him. So Fair. it's just like, yeah. There is something the visual medium just brings out in JoJo. They do it so well too with like the animated like sound effects and stuff too. It's yeah. just like you can't you can't get that in the original story. Like, I I still think maybe the greatest scene in JoJo is in part one when uh, I think Jonathan finds out that uh, Dio kissed uh, his girlfriend. And, like, he runs into the house, and he's literally on fire. You can see flames in it, like, like burning, like, here, from his first-person view. And he's just looking at the other... Well, at the 
Mike a little bit. Is that when he's still like twelve years old too? Uh, that's uh, <laughs> I guess it's like that. That whole something. thing of like I look like I'm twenty six, but in the <laughs> context of the Come story, on, I am twelve. Oh, fucking look at Jotaro and how he's like forty five, and he looks. Well, no, he looks forty five. Oh, he's eighteen. Oh, Jesus. Uh, speaking of Jojo, like, I like <laughs> both ass motherfuckers just sitting in high school. <laughs> I, I only became aware of this, but the, the English Jumper Jojo is the voice actor for McCree from Overwatch. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Man, both, uh, bo- like, both dub and sub Jojo is just fucking gold. <laughs> like, it's all good. <laughs> Part five, part five in October. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's looking real good. Someone synced <laughs> up that like little teaser intro to Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> oh, Julio, you don't understand the leaked videos from Anime Expo. The scene where Jorino gets licked on the face, yes, and yes. I screamed like a fangirl. It was hilarious. <laughs> Sound the alarm. <laughs> Uh, fucking... <laughs> yeah, back to my week. <laughs> yeah, little tangent there. Uh, uh, when I went to pick up the fucking stuff for, uh, the Foam Fest, uh, I'm waiting in line, and also that line was a lot longer than I expected. I fucking walk around, and I was like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm saying there, it's about, it took about 15 minutes to get through the line. It was going mm-hmm. at a decent pace. Uh, but during it, I see, oh, hey, Big ol' fucking clouds. I wonder what you're here to do. Oh, you're here to do what you always do and torrential downpour Mm. while I'm just standing there and fucking like... (laughs) But the group of people behind me and the couple in front of me, they all pull out umbrellas and I'm just like standing there. It's like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I deserve this. (laughs) I made my own bed (laughs) by not planning on bringing my umbrella. It's super oh. weird after, because, like, oh. during the storm, when it was by my place, it was, like, it's light gray. Kind of like there'd been a fog or something. And then when it passed and it's in the distance, it's, like, this purple-blue monstrosity. I'm like, that's not what it looks like from the inside, though. How does yeah. this make sense? Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, like, there was lightning going on. Like, we, we shouldn't be here right now. Yeah. <laughs> we should be inside the Dollarama. But no. <laughs> like, we're just standing out here like a bunch of putzes ready to get fucking shocked to death. But I thought walking onto my front porch, like, the, the overhang would cover enough so you could, like, watch the storm but not get rained on. Open the door, just, like, floodgates open. And yeah. I'm like, never mind, I'm staying inside. <laughs> oh, it's angled rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was raining sideways. <laughs> Yeah, I was, like, I was downtown, like, on the second floor of a building, and I, like, I don't work near a window, so I'm just, like, I hear thunder, and I'm, like, oh, shit, when did we get a storm? And then I look out the window, Mad and dragons. I'm, like, I, <laughs> I cannot see across the street right now. Yeah, the Jesus Christ. That song's not great. <laughs> not really, no. Uh, yeah. So news. Let's get into some sad things first. Oh no. And, uh, yeah. 
so the future of the Wonderland Arcade here in town uh, is grim. So, uh, if y'all remember, uh, many moons ago, uh, Lang's Cafe caught on fire and was totally not a scam to, uh, get some insurance money. Uh, what, what is this? <laughs> you can't see I... this at home, but I'm making flames with my hands somehow. <laughs> He's wiggling his fingers in front of his face and staring at us. Actually, on that note, like, I never actually investigated that. Was, was, was it actually at... Like, that, that's what some people are thinking. Yeah, it was like a I, I don't think they like, ever released that yeah, sort of information in the news. Yeah, they probably wouldn't. Uh, not, not unless, unless like, you got like, a, a journalist who's got nothing to lose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Over I'm a cafe fire. <laughs> I'm digging deep on this Blank's cafe fire. Mm. It's all connected to our underground mafia. Yeah. <laughs> They're all staged up in the Empire Hotel. Oh, God. <laughs> the worst place oh, to be staged up. Onicon, Cooper Temple Ice Cafe. <laughs> Ice Cafe was a popular hot spot for uh, many of the Asian community within the within Regina. Snake. What's uh, a Lang? <laughs> uh, so, uh, w- one thing that happened was Lang's Cafe's like roof, well, like their second floor, kind of fell on Waterland Arcade, uh, which was right next door, and. Uh, that it caused some damage, and then some water damage happened. But mo- luckily, from uh, the video, uh, a lot of the stuff that uh, w- was lifted, so the water really didn't get at it, if anything. But yeah. there were some cabinets that, like, the bombs of them were kind of damaged. Oh. So some of them maybe lost to uh, the, the flooding, which sucks mm-hmm. a lot. Not the ski ball. No. Uh, so, uh, uh, late run the place, uh, Stewart said, uh, repairing the building would cost an estimated $368,000 when the insurance company will only provide, uh, $200,000 to cover the damages. Uh, she remarked that it would be, uh, more affordable to demolish the building. Uh, Stewart has searched for a new location, but hasn't been able to find one with a lease in her price range. Uh, with the city, with the city's zoning restrictions for coin-operated entertainment venues, options for a new venue are, well, limited. Uh, more importantly, uh, things are being uh, were were already coming hard for Wonderland before the fire. Uh, Arcade was always a family business and was run by Stewart and her three brothers. Uh, brother Bob, uh, Bob Bryant passed away uh, ten years ago, and her brother Frank died last year. Uh, her older brother, other brother uh, Bill, is currently unable to work due to health issues. Mm-hmm. So she's running the place by herself, can't even afford to repair the place, and everything within like the zone where uh, coin-operated entertainment uh, uh, venues can be is uh, pricey. Like it's that downtown area. Yeah. Uh, uh, in a quote, uh, this was the icing of, of, on the uh, overbaked cake. Uh, I really think that we're just going to start selling off because there's really no way to do it. Uh, yeah. And uh, some people have suggested doing a GoFundMe, but Stuart uh, is not likely 
uh, going to do it. Uh, she said, uh, crowdfunding is a tool to help people who truly need it. So, you know, I can understand that, but like, at the end of the day, I, I, w- I would rather see a borderline arcade still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. And it, it's kind of sad. Like, to me, like, no matter what kind of collection something is, it's like always kind of like sad when it you know, all the pieces go to different people and it's just like, yeah. they were together for so long and then and now it's not a collection anymore. It's, it's a piece of video game history that we've lost. Yeah. And, like, I, this is pretty much the last arcade in town. Yeah. You don't really count the uh, the ones at the movie theaters. No. Because those are barely really arcades. And yeah. they're shrinking yeah. day by day. Yeah, exactly. It's not making them money much. Yeah. I mean, the heyday of arcade gaming was probably back in the 90s. Well, yeah, 80s, 90s. Yeah, Yeah. that was the the height of arcades. Uh, It just sucks that uh, we probably won't get to see anything like this in town anymore. Mm -hmm. But it does give us, like, the opportunity to purchase a bit of our city's history. Yeah. Keep it alive in our own ways. Yeah, it's just, like, it's kind of sad. Regina keeps taking, like, downturn after downturn. Like, we don't have a water park anymore. We don't have mini golf. Uh, mini golf. We, now we don't have an arcade. And it's just, like, we're losing so many things and not getting them back. All we're we can do getting is... getting an overpass. True. Yeah. And a third movie theater for some reason. Like, why? Because the East End needs it. I actually do kind of agree the East End does need fucking something. Like, all they got is restaurants. Yeah, all you can do in this city is eat and gamble. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's rough rough for them to go... Like, they they have to go either all the way to the South End, or all the way to the North End, or Rainbow. Mm -hmm. There's, like, a non-existent West End, so, like, the West Enders are going North and South, too. Yeah. No, so I really the I East just, End is just being neglected at that point. I've lived in the West End like almost all my life, mm-hmm. minus like two years. It's there has never been anything in the West End. I live on, I live west of Louvain, almost all my life. Like there's never anything over there. There's there's, there's maybe a couple places. That's why I'm a really big fan of Julienne's Pizza because there's really nowhere else restaurant wise to eat. You have to go down to Albert to find things to do. Yeah. So what you're saying is you're, you're Cookie Kwan, number one on the west side? Stay off the west side. Hello, <laughs> 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 oh, the Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, until they finish building that neighborhood out there, there probably won't be anything. Oh, yeah, West Terra. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. It's not... I drive right by now. it from work all the time. I think they're putting a... They have a co-op gas bar, but I, I've heard that the, the mall that they're going to put up there is going to be a co-op mall. Interesting. Better than nothing. Yeah. yeah. Gotta have something out there. I just think the city just needs to get some more entertainment value. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so you've mean, got the Ryder games, the, the Pats games when they're on, mm-hmm. like when they have their seasons on. And the casino. Well, I mean, we have gotten some, like, 
new, different and new forms of entertainment. Like we've got that rock climbing place now. We've got yeah. the trampoline place. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. about that. We've got the axe throwing now. But the thing is, with all those things, they're very expensive to do. Things like going to the arcade for five bucks or playing a mini golf game for less than ten dollars. Like yeah. Cheap entertainment just doesn't happen here anymore. But the mini golf, it's not that hard to fucking make. Right? It's not that hard. And, like, just operate it on, you know, evenings and weekends. Like, we don't even need you to be open all the time. You can be somebody's side project. We just want some mini golf. Make it happen. I remember seeing this Tumblr post. It was about a mini golf like that is only open at between, for an hour, on, like, a Thursday at between like <laughs> three and four a.m. What? <laughs> and it's in like Florida or something. I'm like, do people go there? I, was gonna say, I apparently yeah. want to go there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fucking exclusive as shit. Right, exactly. It's, Maybe it's, that's it's, how they get customers. It's like, hey, you, you got one hour. Get in here. Yeah. I I wonder what they charge for a golf game there. It's twenty five bucks. I got reserved for a game in like May of twenty (laughs) twenty. It's like that one club in in Disney where like the waiting list is like fifty years. Oh, and the fancy secret club. Yeah, yeah. Was it like the fifty two club? I can't remember what it's called. Fifty two club. Yeah, I think it's something like that. But yeah, sad to see Wonderland go. Rip, you will be missed. Yeah. Let me buy your street bird cap. I don't blame her for not doing a GoFundMe because I feel like everybody in Regina is just trying to, is basically trapping at this point. Like, yeah. Just trying to figure out their own shit. It's like, if yeah. you did a GoFundMe. And a few, a few of my friends had suggested setting up a GoFundMe for somebody else to take the reins and develop another arcade or just from the ashes become a phoenix. Yeah, create another arcade from the ashes. The thing is, though, I agree with what she says. GoFundMe is like kind of for you know people in need. Whereas at this point, you're looking at finding investors. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of a completely different thing. Like if someone just has some money sitting around, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna do this," then that would be great. But I don't know who has that kind of money to sit around. And if they do, they're not putting it towards an arcade. It's their dragon board. <laughs> no, they're putting it all into houses that they never spend time with. Yeah. Money laundering. In uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, slightly, in, well, yeah, a lot better news. Uh, so, because Fortnite is literally the biggest game in the universe right now. Uh, Epic is has been just fucking rolling in cash, just cash money, yeah. whatever. Uh, so what they're doing is because Epic is also the guys who uh, they make the Unreal Engine, which is used by fucking everyone. Basically, mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody's come across a video. It's like, hey, this old game, if it ran on Unreal Engine, the, the those, ones, fi- like, those Zelda those, ones, Ocarina of Time, they Unreal always Engine look games. like trash though. <laughs> it's like. It, it's so juxtaposition, it, like, it just, it doesn't look good ever. Like, the Pokemon ones? Those ones look <laughs> yeah. really uh, bad. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> like, here's where Charmander is lighting everything on fire. It's like, like Why can I see his hair follicles? Wait a minute, Charmander has hair follicles? <laughs> what I thought he was a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't they be scales? <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, since Epic has been making a lot of money, like they have the Unreal Marketplace where you can like buy assets if you're making a game on the Unreal Engine. Uh, so they're changing the revenue uh, model to give more money to the creators now. So, uh, Epic is restructuring the Unreal Marketplace, so the, developers, the developer store split is now 88% uh, to 12%. Uh, previously, Epic was taking 30% of revenue from store sales, uh, which it says was the industry average. Uh, and they're mainly doing this just because of goodwill. It's like, hey, we make a lot of money on our fucking thing, and you guys deserve more money. We're going to be fucking sitting on this shit. <laughs> Fuck. That's interesting. They went less than half of what the percent they were currently getting. Because you yeah. would think they would just drop to 50 and be like, yeah, we'll give you that. Yeah, it's a but nice it's... even number. But instead, they're like, nah, you get even more. Now it's like, oh, 12, you get that extra 3%. It's just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's interesting, though, because, like, now that they are raking in the cash, like, they could have, you know, made billions on this, but the, at the same time, it's like, if more people can afford those assets now, they're still going to be raking in cash regardless, so. Exactly, yeah. So, this is just a really good thing, really, at the end of the day. Uh, Epic founder and CEO Tim Sweeney explained the move, saying, uh, thanks for both the marketplace's growth and the success of Fortnite. Epic now conducts a huge volume of digital uh, commerce. Uh, the resulting economics of scale uh, enable us uh, to pass the savings along to the Unreal Engine marketplace community uh, while also maintaining a healthy profit for Epic. So, yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. And this story, keep it nice and short because it's basically uh, in an interview with uh, BuzzFeed, uh, director of The Last of Us Part Two, Neil Druckmann, uh, confirmed that uh, a non-playable companion for The Last of Us Part Two will be there for Ellie. In uh, quote, uh, well, so Ellie used to be an NPC, but she's the protagonist in this story, so the player is controlling Ellie. Uh, it's safe to say, uh, with the game that we made in the past, uh, that there will be some NPC with you in the story, even though we're not showing the NPC in this demo. Uh, he continued, uh, our general approach is to say, how do, we how do we treat them like people? How do we get them to behave honestly as the, those people? Uh, how do we give them interesting characteristics so that they can navigate the world make meaningful actions and surprise you and eh, surprise you in uh, the way people do. It's basically they want smart AI. Mm -hmm. yeah. As long as they don't become sentient like in Doki Doki Literature Club, we're good! <laughs> yeah. Show day. That's currently in my lock screen right now. About show day? No. no. Oh. Just Monica. Oh, just Monica. Monica. Okay. I, I mostly got it to bug tie. I saw again. But no, I always support smarter NPCs. I think that's the next step to getting players to immerse into a game. Because it'll make you feel like you're, you're interacting with something that's not just a computer. 
scary, as as we don't get but two, awesome. As long as we don't get to the 2001 situation. Yeah. Where, where the NPC realizes the player character is no longer needed. <laughs> I'm afraid I can't so that do would be that. Really fucking cool. <laughs> That's a weird thing, though, because it's all technically superstitions, right? Like, we've never actually reached you know that yeah. point yet. We don't know what will happen yeah. when that happens. And then you could finally <laughs> apply that mechanic to hunter pets in WoW so they don't pull aggro. Or you make the ultimate predator game. I was gonna say, stop me if this has already been made, but a game where you're the AI like counterpart and you're assisting the hero, and the oh. hero keeps fucking up, like you said, and you eventually, the goal of the game is to try and make yourself Overthrow the main the character hero, of the story. So you become the main hero. Oh, yeah, or, really and then there's multiple paths you can take, and like you have to try and not get yourself shut down and stuff like that. That would be You great. are opening a dangerous okay. okay. that. <laughs> I thought of another way you could take that. It's it'll be base it off of that baby game where you're playing as a baby and trying to chase away from the dad and kill yourself. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> to play like that. So the hero, it's, it, your hero, is, the goal is to fuck up as much as humanly possible. And the, you, as the NPC, is like, don't do that. Don't do that. You have to fix his fuck-ups. Uh, mm. Or or you have you go down the storyline of you turn evil, in a sense, and betray the hero character. <laughs> or, like, what if you, as the AI, are, like, you know, designed to be moral, like, you know, uh, a good... AI, but then... And the, the hero's doing bad shit. Yeah, yeah, or, like, the hero has to make a hard decision, but the AI, like, with its collective knowledge, doesn't necessarily agree with it. And it's just like, ooh, like, we could get into some deep shit here. Oh! Oh my god. This, there's too many layers to this. So what if... What if? What if... What if... So the game's connected to the internet, right? Yeah. What if you as the AI gain more intelligence as more people around the world play? Like, the AI becomes smart as the players become smarter. The AI is like, oh, sorry, there's a kind of cutting in there. But (laughs) (laughs) you play a game where you're you're basically Navi, but like, it's a randomly randomly generated game every time, so it's different every time. You have access to very vital tips, so it's 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 up to your discretion if you want to bug him about it. You could be a you could be a dick, and like you could be like a online game where you pair up with a stranger. And you could like constantly bug him like dog. He's like, hey, 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 and repeat the same info. And all of a sudden, when you give him something important, he could choose to ignore you. It's so it, it could be a fun experience. It could be a fun social experience. <laughs> That would actually be interesting, though, like a Navi simulator. Yeah. And then, and then you have to, like, oh, and but you could also, like, fuck over the player because then it's, like, you know, you have some, like, joke, you know, stuff that yeah. doesn't necessarily pertain to the mission, and then you could end up killing them. You can you can intertwine it and make it stream, streamable, so you can have, like, everybody in the chat be, be the Navi. Oh god. I, I just We're getting into some Twitch place Pokemon I, yeah, shit right here. I just here. I just thought of something of like you 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 play as an NPC mm-hmm. in someone else's game. <gasps> like and you're you're given like a list of commands oh. and responses. It's almost like Thief Town, but yeah. you're not, you know, getting shot. But the yard guy doesn't know mm-hmm. that you're an that the NPC is really being controlled by someone. 
Yeah. Like, ooh, that could be cool. <laughs> we gotta just sit the down The idea of smart AI sessions. is really fun. Wait, okay. So, I heard a few years ago where they were trying to develop this game where there was only a certain amount of people who could play at the same time. Like, 12 people. And yeah. And once, once someone dies, the next person in the oh, queue comes yeah. in as a character. Yeah, yeah. That, you can that only play the game once. Yeah. Yeah. What if you created a similar thing where you start the game and it's kind of random whether like there's only a few people that get to be the heroes and then everyone else is just an NPC. <laughs> uh, an NPC in quotation marks because they are technically a playable character, but, you know. <laughs> okay, okay. Hear me out. Hear me out on this. Hear, hear me out on this. 100 NPCs jump out of an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> And you watch, you watch them and place bets on who's going to win the battle royale. There you go. This That's is, like freaking Smash Bros. cockfighting. <laughs> I mean, cockfights. See, that's just like, we're, we're like, you know, betting on horse races at that point, basically. Put real money down on this. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, gambling. Oh. Uh, oh, speaking of battle royale games, have you seen gameplay of totally accurate battle yes. simulator? Uh, I freaking uh, love it. Oh, it's so good. Oh yeah, I've been Ragged watching physics. I've been watching Achievement Hunter play, and it's just like it's it's got all of the elements of like you know a battle royale game, but it's just so freaking funny. <laughs> I love how dumb. <laughs> I so love dumb. the totally accurate series. Yeah, I love like the way that like when you win, it's just like you and your friends and you're prancing along and there's explosions <laughs> behind you and like it's like head, leg, arm, like you're in a diagram and I'm like, what am I even looking at right now? This is amazing. Uh, yeah. Anyways, this was your video game pitch session. Please credit us. <laughs> yes. Give me five bucks. No, don't give him dollar value. You want royalties. Royalties. <laughs> royalties. Uh, you want to talk about this? Or do you want to talk about this? I, it's, a, it's a meh thing I for me. I know zero about any of this. <laughs> I, can't, I, I vaguely glossed over it. Yeah, so basically Joaquin Phoenix is gonna be playing the Joker in a origin story movie that's supposed to be also really gritty, but also it's 500 million. Well, no, not 500. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, one hell of a fucking movie. 55 million is a lot lower than our superhero movies. Uh, I I want to know what they mean by origin story because that's one of the important things with Joker is we don't really 100% know his origin story. Like, in the in the Killing Joke, yeah. we're given an origin to, story. Bring up that. And then he, he, he mentions, like, well, that's one of the versions of it. It, it's, it always changes. He, so he, he, he vaguely tells us, like, that could be my origin story. It could not be. Yeah. It's up to you to decide how, what his, his, his backstory is. I was like the way the like origin this? story. Was there, was there an event that happened? He was an accountant yeah. from Ohio, and he just went crazy. He was like, fuck, I need to get out of Ohio. Yeah. But on that note, I actually finally read the comic, The Killing Joke, and it's so good. It's really good. I'm glad I finally got a chance to read it. I'm glad I actually picked up a hardcover version of that story. My friend had it, and he just, I was just sitting in the garage, and he had it out there. He's like, oh, dude, I'm reading this. 
Did you... Do you guys know that Alan Moore single-handedly ruins the ending? Because he ex- he explained what he thinks happened huh. at oh, the end? <laughs> so, like, at the end of The Killing Joke, it's uh, Batman and Joker laughing at the end, and then eventually it's just silence. Yeah. Uh, and the, the popular theory initially was that Batman strangles the Joker to death. Yeah. And something like that. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, but... But, uh, I was about to say Neil Druckmann, uh, Alan Moore was like, yeah, no, they just laugh. And then they stop. What? Like, what? No! Alan, shut up! Nobody Don't do likes that. you. My interpretation of that ending is always like, we're just gonna continue doing this, and then one day we won't be on this planet anymore, and it'll just be like... Then Damien takes over. Something yeah. else, I guess. That's how I've always interpreted yeah. the Killing Joke. It's like, it's, we'll have our chuckle, we'll do our little shindig for like, however long we're here, we'll and keep then doing this crazy game. It'll just be a puddle of rain that just stayed there for like however long. <laughs> that's just the end. That's the end. Of yeah. Really the ending of the Killing Joke. It just like, like, that's not a bad ending. Yeah. It's just like, now more me like, yeah, they just laugh. That's it. <laughs> like, oh, that's kind of nothing. Mm-hmm. Inconsequential. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, eh. yeah. It was whatever on that story. Uh, this one's interesting uh, in that Overwatch League is apparently going to be on ESPN, Disney XD, and ABC. What on earth? Two of yes. these things are okay. Not the other. One of these things is confusing. <laughs> <laughs> So, Blizzard announced on the 11th uh, that it has signed a multi-year deal with uh, ESPN and Disney, which is kind of weird. Why not just say Disney, because ESPN is owned by Disney, uh, uh, to broadcast Overwatch League, a.k.a. Howl, uh, (laughs) to the network's various different channels. Uh, This will see regular season play and major tournaments appearing on the likes of ABC, Disney XD, ESPN's 1, 2, and 3. Uh, first official broadcast will be on the 11th, which is a couple days ago, on Disney XD and ESPN3 with day one of the quarterfinals. Uh, so I find this interesting because this could possibly lead to a fucking Overwatch match right before Monday Night Football. Jesus Christ. <laughs> ESPN1. Like, I'm wondering if they'll ever make the jump to, like, just, like, an ESPN channel for gaming. Well, that's what, like, ESPN has, like, six, eight channels. Yeah. yeah. So, like, gaming and stuff, that's actually tends to be on ESPN 2 and 3 sometimes. Yeah, this isn't the first, like, StarCraft that's, tournament. Yeah, StarCraft was on ESPN. ESPN. Uh, CSGO tournaments have been on ESPN. League of Legends. And, yeah. uh, hell, Evo's been on ESPN. Yeah. So, like, this isn't, like... What's really unique is like, like ABC yeah. and uh, Disney XD for some reason. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, like just I guess the, they're uh, just they're casting the widest possible net, also just I mean, to see where everybody decides to tune in. Like, yeah, most people, like our majority of people, are gonna use ABC as their method to watch Overwatch League. Monday Night Overwatch. 
Like, is it going to be some weird scenario where suddenly everyone just tunes into Disney XD to watch Overwatch League <laughs> for some reason? Like, like, you know what like, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I imagine the demographic that watches Disney XD is also the demographic who really loves Overwatch. And if they can market that to kids, then they can sell them a fuck ton of merch. So they're going to make money. Yeah. Hand over fist. <clears throat> Yeah, it's, it's. I just love the idea of some fucking like fucking Bears fan in Chicago just decked to the head to the toe in Bears gear. Like, oh man, I can't wait to watch the Bears on Monday Night Football. Turns on ESPN one uh, and sees Overwatch. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and another amazing play from the Houston Outlaws. <laughs> and fuck Houston, we're Chicago. <laughs> Uh, that that would be funny to me. That'd be really funny to me. Uh, yeah. Let's get into the meat of the news, though. That being Pokemon. Uh, our first story is that, uh, Pokemon Let's Go uh, more or less announced what exclusives are on each, uh, each of it. Uh, so Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu will have Oddish, Sandshrew, and, uh, Growlithe. And Pokemon Let's Go Eevee will have Bellsprout, Bullpix, and Meowth. You have a thought? Well, the story was saying Pikachu has the better exclusives, but in my opinion, Volpex is all I really want, so, like... (laughs) Destructoid likes to be very opinionated in their headlines. There's one really important, crucial bit of information I want to know from this game. Yeah. If it will have all the original 151, you could then utilize this game to get the international Pokémon into your Pokemon Go Pokedex. Oh. It's like, oh, hey, I caught a Mr. Mime. I'm just going to throw this to my Pokemon Go. There you go. But a lot of those exclusives were Pokemon that you got through NPC trades. Except for the Kangaskhan and the Tauros. Those Uh, were you caught in the Safari Zone. Yeah, and you also caught Kangaskhan in the Safari Zone. Uh, but yeah, you got those ones through trade. Yeah, Mime and Farfetch were through trades. Yeah. You, they were never found in the wild. Yeah. Bird, it's got a stick. <laughs> you fucking ass. <laughs> um, it's actually, a on four. It's, it's the same, but it has a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> I also keep forgetting that technically at the end of the original trailers, they teased that there was going to be some... Maybe yeah, there's some new gen? Pokemon. Yeah. Like, they'll start announcing the 8th gen. Well, the... The Pokemon, I think, I think they're they're gonna like Tanner brought it up like how the Pokemon Ranger games had like the mana fee that you could trade into the next core game that came out after Pokemon Rangers. Essentially, they're probably gonna do that with that. They're gonna give you one of the new legendaries from the next gen accessible in this game. That's probably what like they're gonna the give Mew us. Of yeah, the Mew of the next gen. And data miners will leak it months before the game comes out. Weeks or weeks, whatever. Days. Days, yeah. Hours. We data mine this. We know all the exclusive rare Pokemon coming to this game. And it's Blaze Blue characters. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Duncan, you had a thought on the friendly rival. Oh yeah, it's, it's sort of event. It's just the whole friendly rival thing. The the past couple of gens has just been, hey, you know, good job, man. I'm gonna do a better job than you, but you know, in the end, we're just good pals. This is like, 
Where's an awesome Gary concept. Go? It's cool. But I, I like some adversity. I want this guy to go, Hey, bastard. I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to be better than you. I was like, bye. Like, Smell I just, ya later. I just want Bakugo to be your enemy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Iwata would never have stood for having a weak-ass rival. He would have been like, no, you make him angry. Angry. <laughs> yeah. Like, even the last team. Like, okay, I love Team Skull. Team Skull is one of my favorite teams. But, like... Yeah, we just a bunch of uh, dropouts, man. Respect. Well, I mean, us. at the end of the day, they're not even really the evil team. No, that's the Agent Foundation. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I Team Skull, my favorite fucking team. It is because they're fucking. They're just a bunch of bored teenagers. Also, <laughs> I think this is the cutest fucking thing to get yeah. around. Like, oh, I found something. I found you something. Here you go, bud. Thank you. That poor lady having to stand in Brock's gym all day, just standing there. I hope somebody comes by. <laughs> can I guess? Can, Brock, can I, like, sit? No. When's my lunch break? You don't get lunch breaks in Kanto. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this... Oh, I'm super ready for this fucking game. I'm going to get a Switch... I need to up my Smash game because this is a freaking Smash Bros. tournament giving out a Switch at iPhone this year. Oh, Ooh. shit. Daddy needs a second one. <laughs> <laughs> also, those box arts are fucking just so cute. Yeah. Holy shit. It's not yeah, just like an infant. Take me. <laughs> Pick me up. <laughs> oh, they also showed off that you can customize like the Pokemon's hair and stuff. <laughs> The one like, they showed off is like the Three Stooges, like yeah. bowl cut. <laughs> so like as, as I said to Duncan before the podcast party, you guys showed up. I want my Eevee to have like the biggest pompadour <laughs> possible. I can get a Pikachu with a mohawk. Yeah, that also looks like a lightning bolt. <laughs> I want Sparky's hairdo from the Pokemon TV series. Oh yeah, the Fuck. scruff, the just the little scruff. Like, they've already made so many nods to the TV show. I'm pretty sure that will be one of the hairstyles. I wouldn't be surprised if it made it exclusive to the Pikachu edition. Also, while I was at the mall today, I saw that, uh... Uh, was it Sunrise as the uh, 20th Pokemon movie? And I was like, I'm really tempted to watch it. I should probably get that. But not today. I think the last one I watched... Was the Celebi one? And I don't. I think that was what the fifth. That was movie? the. That was Pokemon Forever. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the last Pokemon movie I've ever watched. There's sixteen it's funny, movies like I have Pokemon not seen. High quality. The first like. Well, higher quality. Up to where they start going to Hoenn, I find. Like uh, wherever Latios and um, Latias. Latias is. That's like the last good one, which I think is the fifth one. <laughs> I've watched up to... Well, I, I'm on Diamond Pearl. I've watched all the movies into it. And I think all of it's been pretty good. And if, if I remember correctly, the Diamond and Pearl movies are also good. It's like after that, that's when it, it like really kind of like... These are basically just not... Aren't the Diamond and Pearl ones with the weird time travel shit, though? Uh, yeah, before. yeah. It was time travel stuff. It lost me a bit. In dimensions and space. <laughs> it was 
bullshit. There is no time. Ash is forever. Also, now it's a like completely different universe in the Pokemon <laughs> movies. Like Pokemon, I choose you. It's like, like that's a completely different Ash from the yeah. TV show Ash with the talking Pikachu. Because I love that, you. What? Jesus Christ. Fuck! <laughs> I still love watching the reaction videos in the theater. That, that one video of everyone in the theater going, what? What, what the fuck? <laughs> that, that's a great fucking video. Holy we shit. understand our fan base entirely, everyone collectively. <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> Whoa! Uh, yeah. Uh, and continue with Pokemon, uh, you can get all 151 of the original generation uh, as a plushie. Well, plushies. No, it's all one big, like, mess. Oh, it's, it's a Katamari Damacy ball. Of Please kill me. Uh, na, 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 oh my god, what is this new Pokemon? It's just like. It's it... just. Um, that's Ditto. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, like. Oh, those are so cute. I want the new ones. I actually I want, want the Diglett one. I want that one. I want that one. Legendary birds, Arcanine, Dragonite. Well, the gig is gone. I fucking love that Voltorb. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming that's the first the wave. Yeah, they're, uh, so, uh, as they explain in the article, oh, uh, what do you have piece do? <laughs> Uh, so, according to the site, uh, they'll be available Friday, July 13th, today, uh, at the Pokemon Center, kicking off with the initial set of 30 before ranking up in November. Oh, is it the Pokemon store? So, I'm looking to see if there's a way I can order them. So, they cost, uh, 1,110 yen, which is approximately 10 bucks. So, that's pretty good for these. They're probably like the... Yeah, they're they're probably low guys, but you know what? Like, I, I, I would want, like, a... All of that. Yeah, that shelter is pretty cute. And the Almanite. Like a diglet there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so cute. I want it all. I want all of it. You know what I want to do? I want to take that diglet plushie and then put it on like where a head of a mannequin should be <laughs> and then paint the mannequin brown just so that I can have one of those like awful buff diglet pictures but in real life. I was going to say, have you seen the buff diglet cosplayers? Yes. Oh, oh my god, I love that. And then a couple years after that, once um, Sun and Moon came out, they did the Alohan diglet with like that <laughs> hair. Oh god. Uh, they look so dumb, but I'm like, this is great. Okay. Another thing that will sell me more is that I want, after this comes up, I want the entire, another 151 line of all of them with ditto faces. You yeah. know, there's, I think there's yeah, I saw, I somewhere the that sells oh, ditto plushes. There's actually this account that just popped up on Twitter that's becoming really popular. It's Ditto Voltorb, and just like random things that Ditto Voltorb does during the day is, I. It's I think random. I saw you saw you like uh, re uh, retweeting some of that. Yeah, and I'm just like, this is so random, but I'm all about it. I, I will die for you, Ditto Voltorb. Yeah, I still you're the best. A, I still want to get that Tokopi plushie that you've seen downtown. Oh yeah, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, I I want it all. <laughs> I want it now. Finally, uh, Pokemon Go has made like 1.8 billion in two years. Dang. They've been making some cash money. 
So here's the breakdown on player spending in the top five countries. So Taiwan <laughs> has spent a grand total of 48 million, Great Britain 77 million, Germany 96 million, Japan 500 million, and the United States 607 million. That's just five countries. That's not counting Canada or everywhere else. Mm-hmm. So, holy fuck. That's we're, a lot we're of money. A, like, the Pokemon company doesn't have to worry about shit anymore. Yeah. Like, already they're making gangbusters from Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, just put out the smartphone map and infinite money forever. Yeah. See, my worry was that, like, a year after Pokemon Go came out, I was just like, this is a server-based game. How long till this shit dies? But it's been going pretty good so far, especially with all the new stuff that's come out this year. Like, we're about, like, there's rumors that there is Gen 4 coming mm-hmm. soon. And I've already prepared, prepared, I'm already prepared for Gen 4, and I have a Roselia that has already 50 candies. Because guess what? Roselia evolved. Oh, next gen. I didn't know that. I Maybe should Rosalia. start collecting them. And it's them. also a pre-evolution. Ooh. Baby and I think I have enough EVs to evolve another, at least one. So there's, two, I'm like, there's two in that one. Yeah, so I, I need to start collecting. I think the next event is an EV event, so yeah. that'll be the perfect yeah. time. I think the really nice thing about Pokemon Go has been how it isn't like a mainline game or anything, so you don't have to worry about like all the stat boosting and all that crazy stuff, but you can still like learn the Pokemon names as you go along. Like, my friend's like, oh, I never knew anything about Gen 3, but I've learned so much about Gen 3 just from playing Pokemon Go, and I'm like, right? Like, (laughs) Torchic in this very house the other day. I was very happy about it. Nice. Yeah, because, like, me growing up, like, I watched the TV show a little bit, but, like, we never had any sort of console, so I never played any of the games, so, like, my knowledge of Pokemon is limited to what I've seen on the internet and Pokemon Go. That is it. <laughs> I started with the card game, and that's where I spiraled into card gaming. Oh god. I like that one. That, that, that really card game was confusing as fuck. But also it's I essentially magic. Like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the Pokemon TCG at all. Oh, I can, oh, if you ever want to, I can sit down and say, the, the Pokemon rules aren't actually all that complicated. It is kind of like uh, Magic the Gathering. But so no, what you're saying is I should buy a deck. Yeah, go buy. I still have a deck. I still have two decks. It, it, I just put a little bit of effort into each of them. I bought like a starter deck and a couple packs. Nothing fancy. I just remembered something in that uh, back back when I was living in BC, uh, we had like a, we had what was basically a tramps in town, uh, and I remember we bought uh, two uh, deck packs. One had a Nido King. The other one had a, a Kingdra, and. What me and Lindsay did is I would, like, we mixed and match, and we would just basically pick cards at random and keep those ones. I ended up getting both the Kingdra and the Nido King. Oh, they were foil as well, so they were ni- nice and shiny. I was like, yeah, this is mine. I win. <laughs> but she was a little peeved about that. Yeah. You should have just set those to the side well, and, and each drawn for we're, one later. Or greedy chill that's what siblings do yeah, you should true. know this i do i really wish Yu-Gi-Oh wasn't shitting the bed so much right now because i enjoy that game but like they've just they oh konami has blown that game to smithereens at this point if you ever feel like playing the game i'm currently 
okay, my old circle of friends, um, we had this bit. We used to play Yu-Gi-Oh! Hardcore. There's still some that, that do. God bless them. I just couldn't stay in the meta. It was ridiculous. Um, we collected all our common cards. We called it the Yu-Gi-Oh! Bank. And it, it's, it went from one person place to the other. And when I was living over in the East End for like those two years, that's where the bank was. And then my friend left. I took over the lease for a year. And then when I left the place, like, I have the entire bank. It's Plus all mine. It's all mine. So yeah. basically, I take like I'm t- I'm, I made a list, like 56 different decks. I'm currently building each deck. And that, that uh, the goal was, like, if I ever, if I ever, uh, ever have friends over... And we reminisce. It's like, oh man, I, I would love to play Yu-Gi-Oh, but I don't have my cards anymore. And I'd go, punk, choose a deck. They're all fair. Like, I'd use archetypes that have cards that are banned in the official set. Except like, for this one. This one's not fair. To, no, and I'd throw them into the deck because if they weren't... They weren't Pottery. They weren't it's all pottery. <laughs> they weren't utilizing the mechanic that made them broken in the first place, so... There was some show on new cartoon on Cartoon Network that I was browsing and just watching the other day, and they were making fun of Magic the Gathering and talking about how like Black Lotus was so blo- broken. No. I forget what the show is called, but it's like it's basically these kids hang out in like this jungle fort area, but it's like every other kid in their town also hangs out in this jungle <laughs> fort was thing. It Craig of the Creek. Yeah, Craig. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. But it was like his brother had this like collection of old cards, and it was like. <laughs> This oh, he's got like ten black lotuses. Oh, we're rich. Yeah, <laughs> he just he like this one kid stole the card, and then like apparently how the game worked, it like bulldozed like every card in that game for some reason. I'm like, is black this black lotus? Yeah. Well, no, I can't remember, but I think black lotus was literally like like one black. Give yourself three black mana. Yeah, it, yeah. it was busted in that you you just had you could have so much hard mana potential. Yeah, it, it just it just gave you like oh hey I got this in my opening hand. Well, guess I win. Yeah, yeah, it was like turn one. Okay, it's over. Oh, yeah. Good game. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. God damn. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say something. Shit. Nah, I thought it was awesome. Uh, as you brought up earlier, Chris, uh, yeah, Billy D. Williams is uh, going to be reprising his role as Lando Calrissian. Yes, people next. shouted at the screen loud enough. <laughs> yep. Uh, the actor who is playing the uh, Vector Gambler uh, will reply, replies, uh, reprise his role in Star Wars Episode Nine, the next Star Wars installment uh, from Lucasfilm. Uh, yeah, so he uh, dropped out of a lot of uh, conventions in, the, uh, in his normal circuit because they're like, "Hey, yo, we need you to come back." Okay. Hopefully, Saskatoon. They just will, they shone the cape, the Lando cape sign up in the air. It's like, oh, I'm needed. Hopefully, Saskatoon Expo can get a replacement guest. Yeah, because uh, I know a lot of people were kind of excited that he was coming to those. So, yeah. So that's neat. That's pretty good. And lastly, this uh, little uh, clip from the Indivisible anime opening, which is just like their their opening to the game. It's not an actual anime. <laughs> I hope they get an actual anime because that'd be neat. Uh, so, Skullgirls Helmer Lab Zero Games has released a short thirty second video featuring part of the opening uh, to their upcoming action RPG, uh, Indivisible. 
I'm just gonna put on backgrounds. We can marble at it one more time. Oh no. There we go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's been, uh, the, like, one of the Kickstarter, like, uh, no, it wasn't Kickstarter, it was Indiegogo, actually. Uh, one of the goals was, like, hey, uh, if we reach this goal, uh, we'll partner with a studio, which we'll reveal at a later date, uh, and we'll have an actual opening to the game. Also, I got a laugh out of that, because I looked at one of the studios they got, and it's Titmouse. All I know Titmouse for is, like, adult swim shows. So, I got a kick out of that. So, they did Avatar The Last Airbender, which I can kind of see, just looking at that animation. But you can also very much see Studio Trigger. Yeah, it's for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they revealed, hey, we're partnering with Studio Trigger, because fuck yeah. Uh, hey, Chris, can you give me an update on Darling and the Franks? <laughs> Do you want to invest... See what part does it start really going down? <laughs> do you want oh, to do you want to invest nineteen episodes worth of like decent plot only to have it ruined by the final five episodes? Because that's what's Ooh, gonna that happen. Sounds good. Totally that sounds pretty good. And yet I, I dropped was, off at episode six. And yet I was still oddly satisfied by the way they wrapped everything up character wise, but plot wise. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. Heard some bullshit happen. Yup. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) But like, they still kind of stuck the landing. I don't know how. It's like, it (laughs) stuck the landing with its face. It's like, hey, your leg got chopped up mid-flight through your acrobatic routine, but you landed. (laughs) <laughs> landed on one foot and it was fine but like <laughs> you're bleeding all over like why terrible oh I want to bring up one more news thing has all anyone right. heard about the dragon prince no. no no. I saw it on twitter the other day it's uh, an epic fantasy series by the head writer and director of Avatar The Last Bender coming soon to Netflix. Oh, now since you bring it up, now I remember as soon as you mentioned the Avatar guy. Yeah, um, apparently they're releasing more information in, about it at uh, San Diego Comic Con, so I'm like... Oh, oh, I remember seeing something pop up about this. Yeah, and I'm like, just like, like, I'm super interested to see what this will turn out to be. Hmm. Look at that later. They more Castlevania too. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. I love how they're releasing it around Halloween. It's the perfect time to release Castlevania. <laughs> it also looks Symphony of the Night as fuck. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Uh, that does it for news. Uh, hey Duncan, where can people send an email? At the Super Fun Network at gmail.com. What's that, Chris? Dang it, you just said it and I completely blanked. <laughs> <laughs> you were just like me. We should start a penalty game for people who can't remember the email. Which I'm going to lose in a second. It's the superfunnetwork at gmail.com. What's that, you <laughs> The superfunnetwork at gmail.com. What's that, Ryan? That's the superfunnetwork at gmail.com. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome, Ryan. Thank you. Uh, so we got two emails, actually. One from, uh, the one and only... BUM! Uh, 
Hello, hello, and I should be staying for my exam tomorrow, but screw it, I'm going to tell you a story and then ask a question. Uh, for, the, for the past few days, I've been getting some weird rashes and or bug bites on my arms and legs every night, and it's been getting, getting bad lately. Uh, because of this, I decided to go to a walk-in clinic, and when I got there, uh, a note was left on the door saying that the clinic couldn't, uh, couldn't accept any more walk-ins for the day. Uh, when I asked about this in person, uh, uh, about this to the person at the front of the desk, uh, they said that uh, everyone needed to make an appointment for walk-ins by calling first thing in the morning. I'm still livid about the, this false advertising since the clinic is was called Alliance Health Me, uh, Health Medical Walk-In Clinic. Uh, <laughs> anyways, what false advertisements have made you, made you guys mad? Uh, mine is clearly the fact that Fallout 4 was a game that didn't deliver on its word that it just works during the time I played it. Also, expect me soon as... As for I will be in town for my next work term, which is coming up during the fall season. Y'all take care now. Thank you, Bomb. Hi, Bomb. Hey. So, as, as the question asks, what advertisements are were you mad about? False advertisements. Hmm. I'll go for the obvious one. No Man's Sky. Oh, yeah. That was the first one. Yeah. Oh, remember that picture of you holding up, like, nine copies of No Man's Sky at <laughs> games because they were all in the for sale bin and nobody wanted them? I was just, I had this just defeated face. Yeah, lifeless eyes. <laughs> I'm dead inside. I can't wait to play it. Apparently it's better now that yeah. it actually got multiplayer. But I'll look back at it and see if maybe there's some going back to it. So I have one that's film-related, and it was a trailer for a movie called The Prototype. YouTube it. Because, literally, it looks so good. It was like some guy... It's like some guy's consciousness got put into, like... 2013? Uh, no. Or maybe it was 2013. Yeah, that one. Oh yeah, it was the 2013 one. Super good trailer. Looks super interesting. Nobody knows what came of it. Maybe it did come out. I'm not 100% sure. It did get like 39,000. Right? Like it had like enough viewers and just nothing. I I haven't heard of a release for it. Like, it's very strange. (laughs) Why are you going through this film related one? Spider Man 3. It, lo- it looks so good because the trailer didn't show anything of Harry Osborne becoming Goblin or... Okay, the trailer... No, the trailer didn't show freaking the the cringy parts of Venom. But oh, yeah. it looks like such a good movie. Then I went in and watched it in theaters like... I'll never get this time back. I, I got one that's film related. Uh, it's... I think it was the... Predators movie, the one with Adrian Brody. Mm, oh, is that uh, the one where they brought all the all the hunters like respectively? Where there, the, there's the that scene planet? in the trailer where like it, it shows Adrian Brody. He's got like 
50 of those Predator oh, LEDs yeah. on him. Yeah. And yeah. in the movie, it's like three. I was like, oh, fuck off. Uh, it was way cooler before. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, this actually looks super freaking cool, and just like nothing came of it. And I'm like, how? <laughs> like, I don't know if it's just like they made the proof of concept trailer and then like never filmed the actual film or licensing things. Like, you know what the character reminds me of? That assassin henchman who in uh, Hellboy, the Hellboy movie, the guy oh, with like yeah. the click, click. Yeah, that guy. Become human. Oh, damn. Oh, the opposite. The opposite of become human. Uh, <laughs> now I've got the Ad- Brody Quest song stuck in my head. <laughs> Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. You got anything you did? I'm trying to think. I, I had something, and then I forgot. Oh. It's it's not really false advertising, just the backwards of what you'd expect, and it's like something super dumb. So, they have been hyping up this aquatic update for Minecraft for like over a year now, and it's just been like, okay, here's what we're working on, here's what we're working on, it's coming out soon, we're only releasing it for the Windows 10 edition and some other bullshit editions first, and PC, you'll get it, what, get it whenever the fuck later. And it's just like... Excuse me? What do you think you're doing? No one likes the shitty Windows 10 version of this game. Give me the PC. I want to go back to that game. I was was talking earlier before we started the podcast. That game gives me wicked motion sickness. Really? Yeah, I can only play it for a couple minutes and then I just feel woozy. But I think it's because I I need to get a new uh, prescription and it's coming soon. Because I'm Mm -hmm. coming to my exam. And we got a second email from the one and only Lindsay. Hey. Uh, she asks, uh, is there any older manga you would like to get adapted, or is there any anime that you would like to see get a remake, remaster, or re-release? Ooh. Excellent question, Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Card Captures is already getting one. Yeah. That's, it's already out. Yeah, I... I needed to actually see how well that turned out. Um, Here it was good. So uh, I know I know there's one one like manga I don't want to see ever adapted, and that's Vagabond. <laughs> I think it's perfect in the medium it is in, like as a manga. Mm-hmm. It's fucking incredible. It doesn't need an anime. It doesn't need a movie. It doesn't need shit. It's fine as a manga. Because I just don't think anyone could deliver an even close to equal product as the manga. Yeah. I know old school 4chaners would go nuts if there was a Yotsuba and (laughs) adaption, but I think the mangaka said that, like, it just only really works with the four panel, like, comedy. Four comma. Um, What word? format. Yeah, it only works in like that four-panel comedy format, so like, there will never be an adaption of that manga. I mean, they somehow made Pop Team Epic and uh, Nichijo <laughs> work. Yeah. Uh, there's also like the fact that they, it's probably extending the bit from whatever the choke was in a lot of those. Yeah. 
I mean, as much as I would like it, I would love to see a good night pun pun adaption, but I also don't want people to have to go through that in an animated form, considering <laughs> that could be the context of that breaking. story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had one and I lost it. No, what is it? I, I would also want to see uh, Akame Got Kill get, like, the Brotherhood treatment, mm. because I did not like how the anime ended. Mm. I thought it was a shite ending. Just right shite. I would almost say that about Tokyo Ghoul, but it's not worth it at this point. Like, it's just like... Yeah. It, it's gone full steam ahead. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's doing like, what it's doing. <laughs> I want to see... I was Sean. just disappointed by Tokyo Ghoul as a whole. Like, this is just too edgy for season me. Season one wasn't too bad. And then season two happened. <laughs> I remember Bum telling me about the end of season one. I was like, that sounds stupid. I'm gonna watch this. <laughs> I want a semi-remake of Soul Eater, but where they get rid of the last nine episodes and yeah. follow what actually happens in the manga. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That's the one. I want to see Shaman King again and finished. I want to see One Piece done. I, I never finished watching the anime. I know that the manga got cut off. They they eventually went back and gave it a proper ending. I need to reread it. But when the, the original release, they gave it like this rushed ending. Like you're watching this big final fight, and all of a sudden, prologue. Here's what's happening with all of them now. They kind of just fade to black, and it's like, here's their lives now. He has a kid. Like what? Wait, what? But no, um. That, and now since Tite Kubo is finished with Bleach, I want him to go back to and finish that zombie powder and then make an anime out of that. I loved I, reading that, and then he never finished because he moved on to Bleach. Well, it kind of sucks what happened to Tite Kubo, because, like, Bleach kind of got pushed out the door. Yeah. It was like, yeah, you, you just... Get out of here. You need good shit. And it's like, oh. The Soul Society art, I wouldn't say it peaked, but it never but it got any better. <laughs> because everything after Soul Society was just Soul Society, but it was somewhat, some other faction. Because, mm-hmm. the, like, the next art was the Quincy arc, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, the like, that was, just, that, that was, was just the Soul Society arc. I, I didn't mind... The, what's the arc that came after that? I forget. I the, the one it. where they're in Aizen's realm and yeah, everything the, is uh, dark. Arc. Yeah, and it's just like, that one wasn't bad, but it's just like, okay, we're doing the same thing over again, only instead of fighting Soul Society, we're fighting all these hollow people. And I think my brother like, referred to that as Space Mexico or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Hugo Mundo. That's why yeah, it's called that. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, Space uh, Mexico. <laughs> that's the episode title. <laughs> Welcome to Space Mexico. Welcome yeah. to Space Mexico. Um, another one I would want to adapt it just because there's enough content for it is the Shinji Akari Raising Project, which is that side story that takes that alternate world that's in like the last episodes of Evangelion and they basically just expand upon it. Oh, say, yeah. Here's everything that happened with the regular people who aren't like hella depressed and everything else. Who aren't <laughs> fucking like emotionally damaged. But it's weird because it's like, okay, yes, they're all normal people and they don't have as many of the mental things as they have in the regular show, but then also nerve like the big corporate company nerve still exists in that world. They just function differently mm-hmm. than they did in the other one. And I'm like, there's a lot of things here that I can see people appreciate. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> lots of people. Also, just a straight up, like, Blu-ray release. 
of Evangelion. They say North after America. they say after 4.0, they might rediscuss terms with Funimation, but like, I'm not getting my hopes up. Yeah. I would almost buy the Japanese Blu Ray at this point. Like, that thing's hella expensive. $900. <laughs> God, that's as much as like a beater car. Oh, a, a chirp in on a remake that is getting made that I used to love as a kid. Raccoons is getting remade. Wait, what? Oh. Yes. Ooh. It looks amazing. Can it, can it still upset. have the, the theme song run with us? It's 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 no it still have the theme song run with us? Release the movie. Please. <laughs> also, I want a, a, a re release of like the, the One Piece anime. <laughs> but like like all of it all the way all the way up to like wherever it is now but it has the four kids theme song the whole <laughs> way through I'm sure someone can do an edit of that yeah ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that would make Maddie real mad right now <laughs> Gee, okay sorry let me record it's a possible remake oh possible mm-hmm. well, there's I hope so I'm sure there's a ton of other manga that deserve adaptions. They just got lost in the annals of time. Yeah, yeah that's annals. You know, you know what I want to see? <laughs> you know what I want to see? I want to see a like at series and an adaptation of Akira. Yeah, because I mean, they only did half of it. Like, the there, there's a video by Super Eyepatch Wolf that like explains Akira and like how the movie is kind of its own, like, own canon in a way, mm-hmm. but it's, like, it's not, like, the, the the continuation of the manga is, like, the ending, like, I, like the movie is a part of that whole thing, and, it, like, it all is kind of together in a sense, so, like, I would like to see a full, like, ad- adaptation of the anime, uh, not the anime, uh, the, the, the manga, because there is a lot of stuff there. I think, people, stuff were, I think people were suggesting if they did ever want to tackle that, that they would do either kind of like how the Hollywood people have been talking about for the movie, doing like a trilogy where they do two books a piece, so like a movie trilogy adapting all of Akira, or a six-part OVA and like each episode is a single volume of those yeah. books or whatever. So I like how they've been doing the, uh, the getting them origin. Yeah, like or how hour, like Hell City each episode chunks. was like one volume of the manga. It's like a huge fucking thing. Yeah. It's like a mini movie. That's the logical route to go. I just don't know if anybody is like, do we want to touch the legacy of Akira? (laughs) (laughs) Are we willing to point our, the bat to the fucking fence and be like, we're going to hit this home run. (laughs) (laughs) And ground out to center field. Yeah, uh, that pretty much does it for us. Uh, that's it for questions. If you, again, gonna reiterate, if you want to send us a question, you can send that to the superfundnetwork at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at RealSFN. You can check us out on Facebook at the Superfund Network. Follow us on Instagram at Superfund Network. And yeah, uh, this, that's it. Bye bye. <laughs>